Harp on Sports with Seth Harp. You know what time it is. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go, bartenders. Go, food needs refill. Harp on Sports, the bar, podcast, audio, media, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harp on Sports on all of your platforms. We mentioned uh, not only the social media platforms, Harp on Sports Facebook page. Harp on Sports YouTube channel. We've got a new website in the works. going to be uh, about a month or so before that thing completely gets renovated. Uh, check out things as well as harponsports.com. I'm going to add a feature column there as well. Wearing my WQSN Sports Radio shirt, sweatshirt. It's warm out. Why am I wearing a sweatshirt? 20-year anniversary. I started there 20 years ago. This upcoming football season? How crazy is that? I don't look at day over 30, do I? Okay, what do we have in store for you on this edition of The Bar? A late Friday night, right? I'm going to adjust these coming up as we get into fall. A little Friday night flight, a little Friday night lights. Going to do one of these every Friday night. Why? Because i got to be up early for all the Gator games. So I thought, you know what? We'll give you something every Friday evening uh, to wet your whistles. We get ready for the big weekend on college football and in the National Football League. So we're probably looking at a Friday, Tuesday, Friday, Wednesday cycle for the upcoming football season. Okay, what do we have in store for you today? A couple of things. We've got a college football coalition in the works. Uh, the Big 12 kind of on the outside looking in now as the Pac-12, the Big 10, and the ACC com- uh, appear to be joining forces. It's an opportunity for the Big 12. The SEC, this hurts you. I, I know that there's this arrogance uh, about the SEC. It is the best conference in the country, but you need a partner. Can't go to the dance by yourself. You can, but if there's nobody else over there, you're not going to be able to dance with anybody. So the SEC has a little bit of a problem on their hands. Not a gigantic one, but a little bit of one. Raising tide can raise all ships. They can do this with the Big 12. SEC and Big 12 can partner up. We're going to look at that coming up here. Also, uh, talk now. Oregon, Oregon State requiring vaccines to go to football games. Uh, Sure. I love it. I love it. And... There's a way you can do this, and it doesn't matter. The one thing that college football, maybe even more so than the NFL, college football completely, completely has an anchor in all of their fans, more so than any other sport in America. They do. Universities own their fans. I'm going to explain why requiring vaccines is a fantastic idea throughout all of college football. And the Jaguars in the city of Jacksonville, it's done Going to get this new practice facility. It's great for the organization. It's great for the team. It's bad for you. I'm going to explain why. Well, it's not necessarily bad for you. It just does nothing for you. So now first with the college football rundown, this coalition, I see what the Big Ten, Pac-12, and ACC are doing. You know, I like it. Of course, why not? This is a way for them to hose the SEC. Is it petty? Yep. It's extremely petty. Extremely petty. But so what? Pettiness exists all over the place. Pettiness gives us imitation when it comes to fast food restaurants. Pettiness gives us the great soft drink wars of the 70s. Uh, Pettiness gave us gas wars. Pettiness is good for us as fans. It is. So the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC, what does that mean? Get ready for some Clemson Southern Cal games. Get ready for some Penn State Oregon games. Get ready for some Florida State Michigan games, it's going to be great. Now, the bottoms here are going to be bad. I don't see anybody doing backflips, getting all juiced up for what? (laughs) Virginia v. Northwestern? You know, of course, 
they're not all going to line up perfectly, but it allows the non-con of all these conferences go to nine games, which they're going to. It allows the non-con to get really, really interesting for these three platforms. And this is more of, we're not going to play any games against the SEC. There's enough power in those big conferences to pull this off. There is. And look, if you are in Ohio State, and let's say you play Southern Cal. Okay, well then if you're Ohio State, you can offset a Southern Cal with a Syracuse, right? You can do something like that and then play a Mac school or however you want to do it in the non-conference slate. You can do that. You bet you can. I love it. I think it's great. Good for them. Is it petty? You bet. Now, one SEC, was it athletic director said, yeah, let them do it. They'll play each other. We'll play ourselves. We'll be fine. Okay, but SEC fans already fired a shot across the bow. They do it every football season. SEC fans, when it comes to the conference, have such a high level of expectation with the play within the conference. In the non-con, they bail. They bail at Alabama. They bail at Florida. They bail at A&M. They bail at LSU. They don't watch it. They just don't. You're going to play Towson? I'm not going to watch it. You're going to play Presbyterian? I'm not watching that. I'm not. Fans don't go to that stuff. So the SEC, when they get tonight, we don't need those other schools. You need something. You need something. You can't have your non-conference. If, if, if Just try this one off for size. Let's say you're Florida. We're player nine SEC teams. Okay, who are your three non-con going to be? FAU, um, UAB, and uh, Appalachian State. Nobody's going to go. Why would I go watch that? Well, I'll go watch that when I've got three top 20 matchups on TV. I'm not going to spend 60 bucks to go watch that. Just not. Just not. So what are you going to do if you are the SEC? The SEC now needs a healthy Big 12. They do. You need a healthy Big 12. Got an idea where the Big 12 and the SEC can partner up here. Now, the Big 12 still has some quality programs in it. They, they, a couple. Not Ohio, not, not Oklahoma, Texas. Those days are gone. That, that just, it, you know, now that they're in the SEC, done. But with the Big 12, you can still have Texas play the TCUs. The Texases play the Oklahoma States. There's still ways to do this if you create a partnership amongst these two conferences. And it can work. It's not the same as the Big 12, or it's not the same as the Big 10, Pac-12, and the ACC. It's not, but you can make it work. You need something there in the non-conference. You just do. So what do you do? Well, if you're the SEC, here's where, if you are a school in a non-Power 5, the Big 12 can course you to come with the expectation to play the SEC. You can take a basketball angle on this. I'm not going to. There's a plan for 12 and a plan for 14. If you're the Big 12... And you want to get to 12. You're at eight right now, right? Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, TCU, Baylor, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. The four you should add to get to 12. Houston, UCF, Memphis, Cincinnati. UCF gives you football. Memphis gives you a little football. Cincinnati gives you a little football. Houston doesn't give you any ball. I guess Houston may just give you basketball too. But these are all quality programs. They're not great, but they're all decent quality programs. Memphis has played in a New Year's Six Bowl game. Cincinnati played in one last year. UCF played in back-to-back ones. Houston, five years ago, was that team that was always there in the hunt. And plus, they, they pay, what, $3 million, $4 million for a coach? It, being part of this conference will raise it. Those are the four. Houston, Memphis, Cincinnati, UCF. That gets you to 12. With the promise that, okay, we're going we're gonna to help you out here. We're going to get to 12, and then we're going to have a partnership with the SEC. Oh, but that's right. The SEC has 14. Here's where it gets fun. Navy and Boise State do nothing for you basketball-wise. Cincinnati does something for you basketball-wise. Memphis does something for you basketball-wise. UCF really doesn't do anything for you basketball-wise. It, it really doesn't. It doesn't. Memphis does. Houston does. You bet Houston does something for you basketball-wise in the Big 12. Now, Kansas, Houston, Cam, Memphis. I know it's not the same as Texas and Oklahoma. I know it's not, but at least to get you somewhere. If you want to go to 14, 
Then you had Boise State Navy. Think about this conference if you lined it up this way, okay? You put Navy on the east, West Virginia's on the east coast, right? Cincinnati, east, UCF, east. You got to get to seven. Where it gets a little bit tricky is you can't really divide this right down the gut. You can't. So what do I have? I have Navy, I have UCF, I have Memphis, I have Cincinnati, I have West Virginia. You're going to have to get a little bit, maybe north-south. You're going to have to get a little finicky when it comes to your directions, but who cares? You can go one through 14 if you want. Take the top two teams. If you're really, really set on divisions, here's where you could do 4-4 is where you could do. Here's where the Big 12 could be different than everybody else if they want to go to 16, if they want to go to 14. You know, it depends on what they want to do here with this. It does. It depends on what they want to do here with this. And again, I gave you options on how you can get there. I did. I give you options on how you can get there. Now, is it ideal in a perfect world? No, it's not. No, you don't. I mean, look, in an ideal world, you know, we conferences, you'd play everybody inside of your conference, but we just don't have that anymore. Those days are gone. The Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12 Alliance is a big deal. The SEC needs something. Sorry, you can't chalk it up with AAC, you know, American Conference schools in Conference USA. You just can't do it. Think about what this type, and I wrote down some of the matchups that you would have if you do this. If you'd add Houston, UCF, Memphis, Cincinnati, Boise State, and Navy, here's some of the matchups you could have out of the gate, right? You could have Alabama, Oklahoma State. You could. You could have Texas, TCU. You still, you still got, you know, you could have Baylor. You just go right down the ladder, right? Baylor, Oklahoma. You can still do these things. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. You still do these things. What about the SEC East? Well, you could have Florida and UCF. You could have Florida and West Virginia. You want to continue to go down the West, Auburn, Boise State. See, you can do things like this. You can. You can have that, and then they rotate, obviously, just like the Big Ten. You have one less conference to play around here with a little bit. But if I were the Big 12, if I were the SEC, I'd sit down with the Big 12 and say, look, and this is where you're going to have to swallow your pride if you're the Big 12. Hey, man, we want to create a partnership with you. Here's our idea. We're going to add these teams. Will you sign a partnership with us just like the the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and the ACC have done? Because the days of the SEC getting to play ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12, done. Those days are done. Done. Got to figure out something. Got to figure out something for those three games in the non-conference. And then the team that's sitting around licking their chops a little bit is Notre Dame here. Notre Dame's part of the ACC, but Notre Dame looks around and goes, ha oh, we can do whatever we want in our conference schedule. Or non-conference schedule. We don't have a conference. We do what we want. So, interesting thought now that we have a, an alliance in college football. The SEC will tell you it's not a big deal. <laughs> Fine, but as college football becomes, it's no longer a regional sport, it's a national sport. College football used to be a regional sport, now it's national. With the addition of the playoff, now it's national. And here's the other thing, too. The SEC wants to live in a bubble when it comes to this. With this playoff field potentially expanding to 14, whatever, 12, whatever it is, 12, whatever it's going to be. Got news for you. In the non-conference, if you're the SEC and you've got nine conference games and three flea bags, meanwhile, the Big Ten's played nine conference games and they've got a crossover game with USC and Oregon's played Clemson. Guess how that's going to shake out? SEC's got to get something figured out here. I know the bottom of the barrel won't be any good. I was looking at this. I don't know what a Kansas State-Missouri game does for you. I don't. Kansas and Missouri again at each other. See, we could, The thing about this is you could, if the Big 12 and the SEC create an alliance, you can bring back some of these rivalries, too. So, there you go. Now you're going to raid a couple of the other conferences, but welcome to life in 2021. It's been that way for about a decade. So there's that. Uh, sticking with college football, I saw Oregon and Oregon State now have a mask mandate. Good. Good. Every school should do this. Auburn's coach tested positive. 
for the coronavirus. So now he is quarantined. No word whether or not he had the vaccine. Well, I'll answer that for you. He didn't. He just, come on. Because if you did take the vaccine, you'd come out and say, yeah, I had the vaccine. I didn't. I still got it. You would do that. There's no way you would dumb it down. No, I'm not going to tell you. Anybody that tells you, I'm not going to tell you whether or not I got it. 90% of the 95% of the time, they didn't get it. So, look, the majority of a, adult Americans have now chosen to get the vaccine. What is it now? 64%, 63% have gotten at least one shot. So almost two-thirds. We can't get two-thirds of Americans to agree on anything. Almost two-thirds of Americans right now have agreed to get the COVID vaccine. Well, guess what? That means a third haven't. Sorry, a third, you lose. I still believe in an old-fashioned way of doing things where the majority wants something, they get it. That's how we select everything but president. It's true, isn't it? The majority wants something, they get it. And if you want the best environment for your college football fans, vaccine only. Or a negative test. No, vaccine only. Well, well, what? What are the unvaccinated going to do? Go on Twitter and complain? What are they going to do? Well, it's not right. Well, welcome to life. It's not right. Well, it's not right. I don't make a million dollars. I have rights. Yeah, and one of those rights is what? Stay home and watch a game. Get vaccinated, you get to go. In all walks of life, you're required to do certain things, aren't you? You're required to have a driver's license. Drive a car, you just can't drive a car. You're required to not bring a firearm on a plane if you want to fly on a plane. You can't skip the metal detector. I have rights. I'm not going through that metal detector. I don't know what those x-rays are going to do to me. You can't do that. Vaccine card? Or you don't get to go in the game. And look, I dealt with this here last year at Florida. I want to say something, but I can't. And I'll still make fun of these people to this day that, you know, they took away the Gator Bait chant. Fans, I'm never going to go to another game again. You're lying. You're lying. I'm done. I'm, I'm so mad at the Gators. What are you going to do about it? You're going you're to quit going? I'm mad. So what? If you're mad, your feelings don't matter if you're not going to do anything about it. I'm furious. What are you going to do about it? So... If the University of Florida, and man, I wish Dr. Fox, and man, I wish Scott Strickland would do this. I wish UF Health would come out and say, look, you have to be vaccinated to go to a game. Now, I think Florida's going to give you, you have to be vaccinated or a, or a negative COVID test to go. Vaccinated or you don't get in. That's not right. Well, okay, whatever. You're what? You're not going to be a Gator fan after 30 years? You're going to bail on them? What, are you going to go be a Florida State fan? College, colleges and universities have fans, okay? They've got them. By the what? By the wrist, by the throat. No, you got I mean, you got them in their grasp. You're not going anywhere. Universities look at it like a snake that's coiled around prey. You're not getting out of that. You're not. So co- college football fans are the most blindly loyal fans of any sport. They're more blindly loyal than NFL fans. They're, college football fans are blindly loyal to a fault. Don't believe me? You can go around and ask anybody, what's the best tradition in college football? They're going to give you one of their own. Blindly loyal. What's the best fight? Some mine. No, look, NBA fans, loyal NFL fans, like Packers fans are loyal. Up and down the gamut, baseball fans, Yankees fans, Red Sox fans, I get it, they're loyal. But nobody's more blindly loyal than college sports fans. College football fans especially. So if you require vaccines to get into a stadium, what are they going to do? They're going to be furious. All those people live and die and cry every Saturday with their, it's, it's funny. We watch ratings and I've been in the South for over a decade now. About a third of the audience comes back every football season, about 20 to 25% of the audience disappears when it's not football season. It's just ridiculous, but it's true. What are those, what are they going to do? You have to have a vaccine to get in there. Well, I'm going to, you're going to what? Hmm? You're going to what? Now the kneeling, the Kaepernick kneeling NFL thing ratings went down 5%. You bet. 
But what's going to happen? Try this on for size. You can't come into the stadium. You're not vaccinated. I'm furious. I'm never going to come to another game again. What are you going to do? They already proved last year they don't need you. Stadiums were, what, 20, 25% capacity? And the school still made money. Profits went up. You couldn't go. I do. I, look, you have to be vaccinated to go. You just do. Well, I can't get vaccinated. Well, you don't get to go. You have to have a certain SAT or ACT score to get into Stanford and Vanderbilt, right? If you don't get it, you don't get to go. You don't get to sit outside. That's not right that I don't get to go to school here. Well, then the brakes. Sorry. Not sorry. When two-thirds of Americans have chosen to be responsible and get this vaccine, and you have not, that's fine. You don't have to get it, but you don't get to go to the games. What are you going to do, not watch college football? I'm done with this. Okay, go ahead. What are you going to do? Go home and knit. What are you going to do? I'm done with this. What are you going to do? You go home and read? You're going to go home and volunteer at a soup kitchen? You're not going to do any of those things. You're going to go home and you're going to watch the game. You're going to pout and you're going to play and you're going to get on social media, you're going to get on Facebook and share some meme that's meaningless, that doesn't mean anything, and get all your other bottom 10% fans, all friends all worked up, and then what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Huh? Not watch your team anymore? Bluff called. Do it. Hope Florida sets the bar with this. That's what I would do. So there's that. Um, last, not least, cliche. This is one of these things that... I'd rather spend 50 bucks on something nice than 30 bucks on something that's eh. There are certain products where if you try to cut corners cost-wise, you're going to get burned. You're just going to get burned. If you try to save on like a cut of meat steak, you're going to get burned. Spend the 30, 25, 30 bucks on the good steak rather than the 15 on the eh. You're going to get burned. You are. There are certain things I think that you can get away with cutting corners. Do. I'll give you an example. Generic ibuprofen as opposed to Advil. Buy a 100-count ibuprofen or a 100-count of Advil, you could save money. You're not going to get burnt going generic, going cheaper. You're just not. Certain certain instances in life, not all the, all the kind, not all the time. You go out and you buy a 30-pack of beer. I'm not going to say which ones, but there's 30 packs of beer, like $12.99. You're probably going to pay a price for that the next day. You go out and you buy a $7 bottle of tequila, you're going to pay the price for that the next day. You just are. Certain aspects of life you are, certain aspects of life you're not. You can cut some corners financially in certain areas. Um, the Jaguars did this, or at least City of Jacksonville. They're going to do that new practice indoor, not really indoor, but the football offices are going to move out to that practice facility, indoor facility. This this looks like a college football complex. I know other teams in the NFL have it. Urban Meyer comes from the college ranks. He wants this. They're going to give it to him. And the city agreed, what, they're going to borrow $60 million, going to pay it off over 30 years at the rate of $105 million. So the city's going to spend $105 million on something that costs $120 million. And it's an indoor practice facility and offices for the football staff. That way they can renovate the football stadium. It's awesome they're going to renovate the football stadium. Who's going to pay for those renovations for the football stadium? I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be 100% the Jaguars. The city's going to cough over more money for this. So the city of Jacksonville is going to spend $105 million for $60 million project that doesn't benefit you, me, or anybody. Lot J benefited us. There's going to be a hotel. There's going to be an apartment complex. There's going to be an office and a live arena. You can go to the live arena, watch events. People can live. It's always constantly generating revenue, constantly generating revenue. Big office building generating revenue with tenants. 
generating revenue in the hotel constantly, generating revenue constantly in the apartment complex, the live arena constantly generating revenue. Now it was a bigger price tag. I'm going to get my figures and facts straight here. Lot J was going to cost $233 million. This is going to cost $105. What's the benefit of fans that the team gets to practice indoors in this indoor practice facility and the coaches now can move out of the stadium and have their out-of-stadium offices? How does it benefit you? How does it benefit me? Benefits the players. Great. Benefits the coaches. Great. Well, we can begin the renovation project, including a roof for the stadium. I like the white Everbank roof idea. Was that $300 million what that's going to cost? So think about this. Do you think Shad Khan's paying for all that money? you think he's going to pay $300 million for a roof for that thing? All by himself? Well, at least it's something. Well, going to the gym at 6 in the morning and walking on the treadmill for 20 minutes is something, but it's not going to do you any good. It's not a lifestyle change. This isn't going to spearhead anything downtown. It's not. Lot J was more than twice the price. But at least we'd have got something out of it. Now we're going to be, Shad Khan's going to build a four seasons on the other side uh, on the St. John's. Okay. And look, I was a proponent. I love Lot J. I love the idea of Lot J and the four complexes. Again, live arena, apartment, office building, hotel. Love that idea. I love the idea of the roof. Loved it. This is the first one I've looked at and said, ah, oof. city's forking over $60 million. What are you going to get out of it? The city forked over five years ago, what, $45 million for Daly's Place and the U.S. Assure Club. Well, that's something you can get out of it, fans. You get to sit in the U.S. Assure Club for games, concerts, other things. Monster Jam. You've got the Flex Field, which you can do some things in there, and what? Daly's Place where there's concerts. You get something out of that. Something to do. Well, there's shade. Shade what? To watch two practices? Three practices? Most people don't get to go watch those practices because most people have jobs. Again, you can sit there and say, it's great, it's awesome, it's fantastic. I love that we're doing this. Okay, then you love anything. You might just put a gigantic statue out there. Might as well take that dinosaur that's over there on... <laughs> is that stadium? The, the dinosaur, the old putt-putt dinosaur? Bring him down there. Put him where that, you know, Lex statue. Bring that thing down there. Put that thing. Oh, look at that. Ooh, big statue, big orange dinosaur. Might as well do that. So, again, I I like Lot J. I, I think this one is $105 million, and no benefit to me, no benefit to you, that you're going to sit in the shade for two practices. Benefits Jaguars. But there's more coming. To me, I'd rather spend the 60 bucks on a good steak than the $20 on an eh, eh. I will. I would. Think about other things. There's certain areas where you're going to get gypped if you spend more money, but it'd have been more better. The city would have gotten so much more out of it. And look, those four things down there, if you have a hotel and apartment complex, uh, an office building and a live arena, then you're forced. Something's forced to be a, there's a force to create a restaurant down there next to the stadium. There's a push to create a grocery store right down in that area next to the something where those people can go to get access to things. You tell me what, what business is going to be speared by this. Again, loved every idea. Just don't like this one. Harpon Sports, the bar, podcast, audio, media, radio network. Follow, share, like, subscribe at Harpon Sports on all the platforms. Again, working on a new website, harponsports.com as well. Should be about a month or so. Uh, we'll, we'll have that thing taken care of and get that thing cooking here. Uh, so there you go. Again, we're going to start doing these on Friday nights now that football's here. A little Friday night flight, Friday night light action, and then... Um, 
Going to roll it over. I think we're going to do Fridays and Mondays or Fridays and Tuesdays uh, during football season. So there you go. Remember, stay clean, stay focused, stay strong. Frankenstein, have fun with your friends.